Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Huff. And I'm Dan Rhodes. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Myths. Welcome to Myths. Hello and welcome to episode 136 and the first episode of 2022 of Myths. That was at the episode 26 trumpet. Um, episode 4 trumpet, wasn't it? it? it yeah. There's two uh, types of trumpet. I don't know. I forget which one's which. To you've, be got, you've got a whole rule full of trumpets, just, just different episodes. So, uh, Dan, it's, it's, t- it, oh my God, it's, it's been so long since I've seen your face, heard your voice, uh, done a podcast of you. Technically, this is our, um, our, our 2022 Christmas special, so <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Matt. <laughs> it's only February. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this, that's where this, we are now. We, we, we are just so busy uh, and it's very hard. Uh, and we, we, for the first year ever, missed a Christmas special, which is sad. I um, spoke to someone the other day. Weird. Well done. And they said, oh, I hadn't seen a Myths episode for a while, Dan. Did you, uh, did you guys stop? I said, yeah, no, we, uh, yeah, we stopped, you know, we just had different things going on, you know, Matt was moving house and I had changed jobs and they were like, wasn't that like six months ago? And I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. I, I moved in, in December, 2021. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's not good enough. (laughs) Funny. Was good. To, you know what? Actually, I I enjoyed the break. I think sometimes it's good to have a little break, and now we get to see each other again, and it's joyful. And to be honest, let's be honest, Matt. And this isn't to say that the first episode back is just going to be me dissing people that listen to this. <laughs> yeah. But everyone I meet is like miles behind in terms of episodes. Anyway, no one's actually caught up. Yeah, what the fuck are they doing? Do you know what I mean? Because like they spent all that time in like, oh, when you you, you stop doing it, well, maybe you should start listening. Hey, <laughs> sorry, that's too aggressive. Like, uh, I for, I forgot we were recording there. <laughs> that's what I'm like off air. I'm a right shit. Uh, it's funny though, isn't it? I'm glad you experienced that too, where people are like, oh, I noticed you haven't recorded one in ages, and I'll be like, oh yeah, sorry if you're waiting for another one, and they're like, no, I'm still on episode seven, and I'm like, what? <laughs> What are you on about then? <laughs> to be fair, it is a daunting amount of episodes. And like, you really have. And I'll be honest, I'm not sure if I could go back and listen back to those early episodes now because. And Dan, you know, I'm a man with many podcasts now. I'm kind of podcast elite territory, you know. Uh, you are. You are. Dan, you only have. Wait. You have three, two podcasts. Which, what are they? Uh, you have this one. Yeah. And you have Castable. Yeah, I actually have one more. Oh, do you? How do you not know this, Dan? No, I should know this. No, I know I should what, know this. No, what, what, what's my new oh. podcast? What's my new podcast? Um, well, come it's on. the one that's not not where they come on and talk about their um, preferred fo- festival lineup. <laughs> Did you say fuck lineup? <laughs> festival <laughs> their, lineup. Their preferred fu- festival lineups. Um, fuck festivals. Wait, let me guess. What would Matt do a podcast on? Oh uh, yeah, okay. What, what? Why is why is Myths just essentially forty five minutes of me being a terrible friend? <laughs> hey, it's me being a terrible friend too. I haven't asked about how you're doing. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, you haven't asked what famous podcasts I've got going on. Yeah, okay. What's your favorite podcast that you're up to at the moment? Well, yeah, it's in the pipeline. <laughs> is that the podcast in the pipeline? <laughs> it's called In the Pipeline, where it's me and a celebrity guest. We just talk about things that we might do in the future. 
<laughs> the ideas you'll never get around to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in fact, you're talking about them on your other podcasts. Uh, yeah. All right, cool. Go on, tell me what your podcast is. Um, uh, it's called This Is A Music Quiz. It's with Michael Legg and Bethany Black. And we, uh, yeah, it's a panel show podcast. I've been working on it for about a year. So, um, yeah, it's nice. We just finished the episode season, funnily, funnily enough. Why do you have to throw in that you've been working on it like a year to maybe look a right... Yeah. Because you I have taken no interest. I've I've sent you letters about it, which apparently don't get delivered to your house. Um, I, I, did did my my Christmas present from twenty twenty one ever arrive? No, did mine ever arrive? No. Do you know what's genuinely? I know this might be more because of the postal strike recently, but I am still getting birthday cards through for my birthday that was in the beginning of December. Yeah, you might be getting one from me real soon. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. And, genuinely and the post is terrible. I sent you a Freddie Mercury book once, and I don't think it ever got to you. And nope. you sent me a book that never got to me, but I already had the book from someone else, so I didn't really care. Thanks for bringing that back up. You didn't have to say all the details, <laughs> did you? Like, did... But, but yeah, Dan. Um, so what's what's new in the life of Dan Rhodes? Uh, what's um, you know, what what have uh, the listeners and I missed out on? What's what's new with you? Well, I guess the big news, um, you know, short term, as you can probably tell, is I've got a bit of a cold. Oh. Is that what you is that what you're leading with? We we have we literally have not done an episode since June twenty twenty two and you're starting with I've got a cold. Well it's I you know, I'm working backwards in yep. terms of most recent. <laughs> yeah, got a cold, uh went to the opticians, uh yeah, and uh, I'm a, I'm a movie star now. <laughs> so uh, well, I, right. I actually haven't been to the opticians in like ten years. That's bad, isn't it? Uh, well, why have you? Right, let's let's dig into this. Why haven't you been to the opticians? Couldn't see where they were. No, <laughs> I, um, I, boom, yeah, I, yeah. oh, classic, classic myths. Um, classic. I just haven't really, because I feel like my eyesight's really good. But I was talking to a colleague the other day, and she was like, "You should probably still go because you know health." So this yeah. is a public service announcement. If there's one thing we do well on this podcast, it's public service announcements. Is it? <laughs> Is it really? And this one is to say, I'm, I'm going to go get my free eye, eye test. Um, so, oh God, I'm really se- telling some really interesting things about myself. Um, I quit my job. Oh, whoa. Why did you not open with that? Come on, dude. Because I had a cold. <laughs> okay. How was your cold? I don't, wanna, I don't wanna invalidate your feelings. How was the cold? Just, it's all right. Just got a bit of a runny nose. Oh. Okay, now tell me more about your job. <laughs> Um, I, yeah, I do not work for the government anymore, Matthew. I'm no longer a spy. Well, not that I was one, but if I was one, then I, that's what I'm yeah. not doing anymore. You're not a spy, but if you were a spy, you're not a spy anymore, but you wouldn't say that you're a spy. Yeah. I can't tell you that I was or was not ever a spy, but if that was what I was or was not doing, then I'm not doing it anymore. Gotcha. Right. So who have you, wh- why have you quit the government? Is it like, you know what? Um, you know, I, I, I don't like, uh, Liz Trust. Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave, uh, uh, until Rishi Sunak's and then you left me like, Oh no, Rishi. No, he's in power now. Is that what happened? Uh, kind of also how hilarious is it? We've had many prime ministers and chancellors since our last episode. <laughs> Ago. That's how long ago we recorded. We've had two prime ministers <laughs> since we, we last do, spoke. We need to do better. We, we should do this like at least monthly now. Do you know what I mean? At least. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, we pay for it weekly. <laughs> so, <laughs> which, uh, yeah, we uh, you do need to send over the money. I do need to send yeah. you finances. You. Yeah, we'll yeah. have a financial <laughs> meeting after uh, the... Uh, we yeah. don't need to do it on air. We don't need to do it. Um, no, I, I quit. <laughs> I, uh... we, we could do it on air, but like we, we're not going to. 
Yeah, it might be more riveting than some of the stuff we talk about. <laughs> Tell me about your cold. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, I left the I left uh, my job because bureaucracy, isn't it? Um, the, I think you could elaborate on that. So, is it just kind of like you go a bit bored? You want to do a bit something else? Uh, was that well, right? here's the thing. I did enjoy my job. I did. I enjoy helping people. I enjoyed working for the civil service. Um, it's very, very. You learn very different skills working in the uh, public sector compared to the private sector. But ultimately, I said to myself, Matt, I want a job that gives me more freedom. I want a job that allows me to travel, another passion of mine. I want a job that gives me more money. So I went to a meeting. I had a lunch with a friend of mine. And she said, hey, Dan, I work for this company. There's a job going. And I think they'll give you more money, more flexibility, and the ability to travel. And I said... Well, funny you should say that, because I was just telling Matt in the future that that's what I wanted. So I took that job. Imagine if you actually said that line in real life, being like, hey, I've chatted to Matt in the future just saying these are the things that I want. Like, that would be an instant turn off for that person offering you that job. <laughs> be like, yep, this, yep, nope. Do you know what's, no, do you know what's genuinely funny? I actually did tell myself that I wanted at least one of those three things, right? You've got to have a reason to move a job if you're comfortable, yeah. especially if it's, if it's a job you really hate and you don't like the people, then fair enough. That might just be the incentive there. Mm -hmm. I need to leave and get, but I really liked the people and I did like the job. So for me, it needed to be bigger than just because, yeah. you know, and I said to myself, those were the three things. And I went to a job interview um, last summer and the lady that did the job interview was so open about how they would not offer me any of those things and it oh. was really funny okay yeah i was like i'm looking for a job that maybe requires more flexibility more chance to travel and better pay than i'm currently on she was like that's amazing dan good for you you can't get any of that here <laughs> this is london this is real life fuck you <laughs> <laughs> literally and i was like sorry to waste your time and then we ended the interview but um yeah i work in travel now matt i'm back in the travel tide I'm so happy to hear that. And like, I felt a bit sad during the pandemic for many reasons, but for one reason was, uh, yeah, obviously, obviously leaving your job because uh, of the uh, pandemic, but you're back now. Are you feeling good about it? I'm feeling very good. I, yeah, sell holidays now to Americans. That's what I do. Okay. Can we, can we do a little bit of role play? I want to see you at your please. job. Pretend, oh, okay, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do your, do your best wealthy American impression, please. <clears throat> okay. I, I'm not going to get cancelled for this because am I allowed to do accents? Any accents? Is that? Uh, well, in the live episode, you tried that. No, don't say it. <laughs> it was a Swedish accent, which sounded like a reggae accent, <laughs> which is still available to download until I get too much shame and I delete it. So. <laughs> I think you can do accents. Yeah. Do you remember that? Like a couple of weeks before the pandemic, we did a live episode of Myths for the Jorvik Center in a little vegan restaurant. And I don't know why people bought tickets for that. <laughs> but well, and, and people like, and it got flooded, the actual venue. So we didn't even yeah. do it in the venue it was meant to be in. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that bit. Yeah. Yeah. That was, what, what, this, this is a weird podcast, isn't it? <laughs> that was a great afternoon or evening. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. We should, and I got a parking ticket at the end of it. Nice. nice. Wow, we really do spend way more than we get from this podcast. <laughs> we have earned zero pounds for this podcast, and we have lost a lot of money. But we do it for the passion. We do like, it for the passion. And also, you know, I, uh, you know, I, I think this this podcast is about the building of our friendship. Um, it started with zero, and we're getting very close to 
somewhat of a friendship. Yeah, it's happening. Even if we don't speak to each other for several months yeah, at a time. We don't need to. Like the, the best friendships are the one where you just rock up and have a conversation. Do you know what? I actually agree with that. I think it's it's fine. Okay, with that being said, I'm going to try and be a wealthy American. <clears throat> okay. Uh, to Europe, please, by the way. I specialize in Europe, so, you know, don't throw okay. me off by... Oh, hello there. My name is Wealthy Sinclair. Great to have you here. I'm, I'm, is this a problematic accent? <laughs> Hi, Wealthy. No, that's not a problematic accent at all. How can I help you? Uh, I would like to send my lovely, my lovely daughter Dandelion to the uh, to a European destination. I want to go on a ha ha holiday. I I got the the empire of uh, maple syrup, and I would like to go on a holiday. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Thank you. That's amazing. Yeah. Whereabouts in Europe are you thinking? You and Dandelion would like to go. Uh, me and Dandelion will be happy to go where the the forests are green, the water's blue, and the sky's happy. <laughs> All friends. Well, um, in Europe, there are many destinations. Um, very few of them have a happy sky. Uh, I would recommend um, Deepest Darkest Grimsbury. Oh, what's this place like, this Grimsby? Is it full of joy? Yes, it's full of joy, happiness, and green, lush valleys. Okay. Beautiful, Grimsby. raging rivers. Um, yeah. Butterflies um, catching the sun's rays in the morning. And would there be a fancy hotel to stay in, or should I buy myself a chateau? You can buy yourself a beautiful uh, fish fa- You can stay in a fish factory. Wow, the Grinsby Fish Factory. That sounds p- 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 perfect. Book me in. How much is that going to cost? That's going to be $75,000. $75,000? Well, I can't afford that. I may be called Wealthy Sinclair, but uh, they say you are what you eat, and I try to eat all my money. Can't afford it. Sorry, you lost yourself a sale. <laughs> Have a all good right. day. Bye. That so, yeah, t- t- that's typically how it goes. Do I need to edit that bit out? <laughs> yeah. That, will that be five minutes of content we'll never get back? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I reckon we don't even need to do the myth anymore. <laughs> the myth is is the bonus bit to our fun chat. <laughs> anyway. Um, yes, Dan. Uh, I am glad to hear that you're all... Uh, do you love your new job? I do like my new job very much. Everyone's lovely. Um, I enjoy speaking about travel. Um, it's just much more interesting to me. I'm much more passionate about it. It's more of my expertise. So yes, and very exciting. Can you give me three snippets about your life, please? Um, oh, I, I don't, like, right. Do you want fast snippets or just like, you know? Yeah, just give me like three highlights. Okay. I am um, a, a student counsellor. I'm back at university. That's pretty, pretty cool. Uh, I have a brand new podcast and recently had a cold. <laughs> so, God. So, yeah. Basically the same person. Yeah, aren't, aren't we just? Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll, we'll talk more about me in a future episode. But yes, uh, Dan, shall we Shall we head off and uh, do some Roddy Myths? Let's do some myths. Let's do it. Let's do it.
Okay, so with that in mind, um, we're in episode 136, and I just want to check, yeah, the last episode was June 2022, that was Jade Rabbit and Shang-E, and then before that was episode 134, Long Wang's in February. So, Dan, do you remember anything about mm, Chinese myths? I actually think I do. Whoa, that's crazy. I remember that there is, we learned about why they have the animals on the Zodiac and how they did the race. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? I remember that there's um, the Jade Emperor and the rabbit that they live on the in the moon. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. I remember there are four dragons, east, north, south, east, and west. And one of them got sold. Do you remember the one that was like, oh, yeah, if you go to the west, there's this really awesome, like you can be the, the river, dra- the ocean dragon. And he was like, that sounds amazing. And then he got out there and realized there isn't an ocean there and he'd been tricked. It's actually just a desert with nothing in there. I should listen to these episodes back, actually. I, I can't remember any of that. I can only remember the rabbit. Did any of that ring a bell at all? Nope. Sorry, mate. But I enjoyed you retelling me that. That was good. Little bonus recap myth. That was good. Um, so what we're looking at today? We're looking at three new Chinese gods. Chinese gods. Yes. And... Not a huge amount to say about them, but the last one is particularly interesting. And they are big. They are a big feature in the Chinese mythological canon. So it's important to talk about them because they do come up uh, even today in Chinese culture. Very nice stuff. Uh, and I think, um, yeah, should we, should we get going with this? Let's do it. Uh, so, which is a new thing so, I'm trying, by the way. What, do, you, do you want to try it again? Because that sounded quite good. Let's do it. <laughs> do you say that right before any sexual encounters as well? <laughs> Let's do it. No, thank you. I'll get my coat. <laughs> Who told you I did that? <laughs> uh, just uh, an intuition thing. Yeah. Oh, well, you were right. <laughs> oh, lovely stuff. Um, so, uh, let, I'll start. Um, we have... Uh, to uh, to say share yeah, say yeah I think <laughs> <laughs> that was bad even for me. Uh, well, I it's, think it's pretty... I think yeah I think it'll be good that the listeners know that we've started off on the classic misfoot <laughs> where Dan and Matt try to pronounce foreign words horrendously. <laughs> oh my god, I felt very Brexity during that, and god, I do apologize. This, I'm having flashbacks too when we did the at the Mayans and the Aztecs and. God, some of those names, right. really. Okay, I just realized what's just happened here. There is a god, uh, and it looks like it's Kai Shen, um, but there is an AKA, and I thought that was the pronunciation, and the AKA says Zai Shen Ye, and I thought trying, I thought trying to do that as pronunciation, so I was like, Zai Shen Ye? I was like, that <laughs> sounds like a Jordi who stubbed the foot. Zai Shen Ye? <laughs> So yeah, he's a famous god, uh, but um, he's got even in uh, today. Um, he's got two names: uh, Kai Shen or Sai Shen. Yeah, Sai Shen. Yeah, they. I think I've heard both being used. So yeah, you practiced both of them, didn't you? I did. I did. You, I can tell you, you did it so effortlessly. You're such a little. Uh, never mind. Um, so Kai Shen is the god of wealth, and uh, well, I wouldn't mind a bit of a. Uh, Kaishen's gold. According to the myth, Kaishen rode a black tiger and carried a golden cudgel that could turn iron into gold. This is a strong start, right? A strong start. He's a god of wealth, so he's like my favorite president, Trump. He's a baller. <laughs> um, he has a black tiger uh, he rides on, has a cudgel, and I don't think we've ever seen the word cudgel on a myth before, but a golden cudgel. What is a turned- cudgel? 
I was hoping you would know. Uh, let's have I'm a look. Gonna, what, let me quickly it? do research, and by research I mean Google Cudgel. Cudgel. Is it like a baton? Oh, it's like a club, but with like, like a like a a knobby bit at the end, so you can like a short a short staff or stick, usually made out of wood, and you can whack someone on the head with. Yeah, a short, thick stick used as a weapon. There you go. Um. So yeah. So kind of a golden one of that. So a golden bar just to whack someone with, and it turns iron into gold, which is a pretty like that's a pretty strong thing to have there, right? Yeah, I feel like. It's like the King Midas story where he can turn things into gold, but it's it's a little bit different in the sense that it's not just like everything he touches turns to gold like Midas had. It's more nuanced than that. It's more that he can decide and it's only iron into gold, nothing crazy, and he can only do it with his cudgel. You know, there's like rules. Yeah, I feel it's it's, it's actually far more beneficial. This is like, yeah, the, the the there's a choice element here, which is helpful. There is lots of iron in human blood. Could he turn blood into gold? Ooh, well, we're talking about that as an iron ions, then, aren't they? Because like not proper like iron, like this like proper iron. Then there's iron in your blood, isn't there? Do you know what I mean? But like that would be difficult, and I don't want gold in my blood. But that'd be fucking baller too, though. To be fair, I reckon you'd die pretty quick. <laughs> well, yeah, you just tap someone on the head three times, and if a blunt concussion's not going to kill them, <laughs> they the mercury poisoning will. Um, sort of gold poisoning. Anyway. Um, I think that's a strong start. Um, he was believed, um, Kai Shen was believed to have been incarnated into a few historical figures throughout the centuries. So I like that aspect. So that they are able to, uh, this this is mythology, but it kind of comes into real life uh, history uh, in their interpretation of that. Do you know what I mean? So like kind of saying that Julius Caesar was a god, um, that kind of thing. Taking the form of key political figures and military figures, Kai Shen was able to use his tremendous um, wealth uh, uh, to advance political motives. The the reason why I sub- uh, I kind of stopped there is because uh, the Google Doc kind of clipped off as a tremendous wheel. <laughs> I was like, what's a, what's a tremendous <laughs> wheel? Um, yeah, so I, I misunderstood that. So, tremendous wealth. So, one such famous legend is that of Bai Gan. Uncle by marriage of King Zhou or Shang. Bai Gan tried to uh, Bai Gan tried to school his crooked nephew in changing his ways. However, King Zhao was controlled by his aggressive thirst for power. The king eventually uh, had his uncle executed. Which is pretty sad, isn't it? It is very sad. I'm I'm looking at the video of you right now. <laughs> you look so nonplussed as well. You're just letting this wash right over you. <laughs> Matt, come on. This is myths. If I got sad about every time someone was executed, <laughs> it's I'd never really get anything good... done. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, maybe we just I am resensitized to it because you know it's been a while. So, but. As per the myth's canon, however, not long after the nephew king paid the karmic price by losing his wealth, um, maybe I should try that again because it didn't sound right. However, not long after, the nephew king paid the karmic price by losing his wealth and the end of the Shang dynasty. So here's a fun thing about Sai Shen Ye and Kan Shai. So uh at Chinese New Year, this is one of the main gods that um, people will worship. 
and pray to because you're praying for wealth and prosperity in the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, and in terms of him, like being immortalized by actual real life historical figures, like the one of Baigan, this is 12th century, by the way. Um, that's because he's just one of these gods that, uh, yeah, he's well known as, as, as being in, in like modern Chinese history. Like I was also reading about, there's a story I didn't worth putting in cause it's only like a sentence, but there's like a famous story of like a 14th century Chinese magistrate who lived in this Northern village. And he was like uh, very philanthropic and he gave everyone loads of money and people would say like, Oh, he's reincarnate of Kai Shen. So anyone in historical, of what I seem to have read anyone in, history in china that was very very prosperous or wealthy or very good with money or very good at giving to the people seems like people would say now in modern times oh he was probably kai shen like reincarnate and this is one example of baigan so when he was murdered by his kid uncle it ended the shang dynasty and everyone said oh well that must have been kai shen in disguise and that's why he he's mm-hmm. killed him and ruined he's ruined the dynasty so people believe that the dynasty was ruined because he stupidly murdered a god by accident yes okay so that makes a lot more sense when you said it like that so um so yeah um there's always a lot of like family death in in in, in myths isn't there and uh yeah it says a lot um so he was the... only he was only a nephew by marriage yes so it's only that by gan married a woman and she just happened to be this kid's <laughs> mm-hmm. auntie. Um, Baigan sounds like what Yorkshire people say when they're uh, um, exclaiming Baigan. Like, do you know what I mean? So, um, anyway, is, it, is that a good joke? That was a good joke, actually. Yeah, I, it deserved more from me. I'm sorry. <laughs> All the episodes deserve more from you, if I'm honest. Like, like, there's a lot of my jokes, which, you know, like, if, I think we should do a historical. Uh, look through of myths episodes and we'll I'll, I'll find our errors all the way through we could do a commentary of the commentary like a director's commentary yes but is that genius or is that the worst idea you ever heard it might be the worst idea i've ever heard <laughs> which is why i love it that's we still got to listen to uh, my country album which gives me oh, we about... do we do we, we can do that we can do that it's it's um... we can do that next episode actually genuinely yeah We'll, we'll book it in, um, and I'll be honest, it's something that's going to be my eternal shame. Um, anyway, let's let's move on before I uh, start getting clammy. Um, whilst the Taoists immortalized by Gan, honoring him as a Taoist deity, by Gan was later deified as Kai Shen, as you kind of said. Um, so, yeah, so that's really cool. But Dan, who's uh, who's next in the Chinese gods? We have the god of wealth, Kai Shen. Who's next? We have the god of wealth. Now we've got. Cha, who's a lady god. Ooh, a lady god. I've never heard of one of them before. It's 2023. Thank goodness for that. Thank goodness. Cha is a fertility goddess responsible for the dawn and a guardian of mothers and young children. Her full name is Cha. I'm not going to try that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's all right. I think just saying Cha is it's yeah. absolutely... Uh, her full name means Her Majesty of the Blue Dawn, and she is most often referred to simply as Bicha. During the Great Flood of China, when the flow of the Yellow River was catastrophically diverted from its usual course, Bicha was the deity who set the river back into place, saving the lives of many people in China. So I kind of like these gods because they are typically 
exemplified by people who are trying to actually help a lot of people and like more like heroes rather than gods if you know what i mean yes exactly and i think that's why historical figures and people or semi-deified people get um immortalized as them because they seem so real and so you know um she's also the god of the earth as well and as we're about to find out as i keep reading she's also um the god of lots of cool stuff actually she seems to be like a bit of a miscellaneous yeah on miscellaneous nice Beachar's themes are air protection luck freedom birth and movement her symbol are wind clouds kites and importantly chrysanthemum petals right all right let's just pause it there for a second because i don't know what i don't know what i don't know what you need to talk about there that would make perfect sense to me <laughs> Beecher has a lot going on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The goddess of fertility. All right, that's quite a big. That's quite a big department. Yeah, you're also especially you're in th- China. There's like a billion people. <laughs> okay, and there's uh, themes like air protection, luck, freedom, birth, and movement. Like that's a lot. There's a lot going on there. And her symbols are wind, clouds, kites, and um, flower petals. And I'm just like, <laughs> like that, well, not just any, not not just any flower, Matt chrysanthemums specifically like which which is like it's like uh we would have had you to the full flowers but you know like uh, you gotta work up we want we want to see uh, you know uh, how get do that well and we'll uh promote you in years to come you'd be a bit you wouldn't all you don't want just one type of flowers right no that's true i think it's kind of cool it's niche i like that Corner of the market. I say corner of the market. She's also they got a lot of stuff, so not really. <laughs> corner of the market by getting everything on the market. So, a weather goddess who lives in cloudy high places. Beachar attends each person's birth to bespoke to blah 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 I can't do that copyright. <laughs> we just can't do that because it's unprofessional. <laughs> no, sorry. I think I hurt your feelings there. Sorry. No, I don't have to be here, Matt. We haven't been here. here. (laughs) All right, well played, well played. Let's try that again. A weather goddess who lives in cloudy high places, Beachar attends each person's birth to bestow good health and luck upon the child. She is also a wind deity, helping to liberate and motivate us with the fool's gently nudging winds. I mean... Yeah, I, I'd like to be a wind uh, deity, or I am after eating a couple of, uh, you know, vegan dishes. Classic. Always got to do a fart joke at some point in myths. Well played. Yeah. I, uh, you know, like, um, right, here's the thing. Uh, obviously, I'm studying for my counseling degree at the moment, which is pretty, pretty cool. Um, however, there's a really famous CBT dude called Windy Dryden, um, which, by the way, by itself is a strong name. What are we going to call a child? Windy. Uh, yeah. All right. And like, uh, Right. How's it spelled? Like windy. Like oh my be... goodness! Wow. Yeah. Okay. Like, and to be fair, the guy's a ledge, right? Uh, he's a proper, he's a proper lush puppy, right? But like, and I think I might send him an email telling him how much I like him. <laughs> 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 the uh, the years change, but the mats don't. So um uh, but yeah, I um yeah, it, but like, and every time windy comes up, um, but oh, that's a bit like windy. It's like oh, I'm a bit windy, and no one laughs. <laughs> no, no one ever laughs when I say oh fart joke about windy dryden <laughs> no one no one no one no one likes it that's a strong name though i'm impressed would you if you ever had a child dan would you call them windy probably not no windy roads that's pretty windy cool roads. That's, windy roads is pretty fucking cool that's quite a cool name actually windy but windy like w h i spell it cool 
Oh, my like name. W H I N D E E. Windy. My name's Wealthy, and my daughter's called Dandelion and Windy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That was awful, Dan. That was awful. Why would you do that? I got a cold. Yeah. <laughs> You're such a dick. Right, anyway, what's next? She's also the goddess of dawn. She, atter- she attends the birth of each new day from her home high in the clouds. That she also, as I yeah. mentioned, fixes the destiny of bringing good fortune to new births. Bichai is venerated in the Temple of the Purple Dawn at the summit of the holy mountain, Ta-Chan, where women wishing to conceive come to ask her for help. I, I thought that finished with where women wish to conceive there. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's an orgy palace. It's an orgy it's an palace. orgy palace. Um, very interesting, though. Bichai. So we've got, the god, we've got uh, Kai Shan, the god of uh, wealth. And then we've also got, uh, yeah, Bichai. She's got, a, got us a lot of things, though, right? Weather, mm-hmm. fertility, the earth. And childbirth. That's a, a lot. lot. Well, she's a modern woman. She 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 wants it all. Do you know what I mean? She, she she... So who do you prefer, Beecher or Kai Shen? I feel like I have more respect for Beecher. She seems like she's got a lot going on. Yeah. But in terms of who I'd like to bespose stuff on me, well, obviously Kai Shen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, can I read the next bit? Because this leads on from that, and I feel like you would enjoy re- doing the rest. It would be a surprise for you. Okay, yeah, all right, sure. I think you'll enjoy some of the stuff that uh, this guy oh, does. And I'll I think it's very, it's very myths. Might have a, let's just say some WTF stuff's coming up, Matt. Coming all right, up. of course, yeah. Okay. So uh, the reason I say it leads on, the next god is actually Bichar's father. Okay. Who himself is a very important god. He is called Tai Shan Wang. And he. Yeah, like I say, is the father of Bichar. He resides in the seventh court of the DU, and he passes judgment on the souls that are brought to his domain. He's the I, god of the underworld, Matt. When you said DU, I was like, I generally thought that was like some kind of like, like a department. Like, oh yeah, that's the department of DU, which is uh, Drivers University. Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Now- what is a DU? And I'm about to tell you in a minute, and this is where you'll come in. Um, so yeah, he, he passes, there's something called the seventh court and he passes judgment on this, on people's souls. So the seventh court of DU is located under the Wojai stone that marks the north, which in turn is located in the bottom of the great sea. The seventh court is said to stretch over 8,000 leagues and has 16 sub DU. Okay. As the Yama of the Seventh Court, Tai Shan Wang passes judgment on souls that have been sent to him by Quin Quan Yang. These souls have committed crimes of the following nature in their previous <laughs> life on Earth, also right. known as the Yang Realm. It's a little bit of snippet, isn't it? The Yang Realm is what we call, you know, Earth and people. Uh, all right. Now, can you please read some of these crimes that would mean that you got sent to get past judgment into the underworld by, so these are bad things that you do. You go to the underworld and T Shan Wang will decide how bad a punishment in the Yang realm. If I did these like tomorrow, I would be sent to the DU upon your uh, death. You would be sent to him. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. I I haven't read this before, so this is going to be a real reaction read. Um, Number one, People who refine or consume stimulants, such as lead tex- te- tet- tetraoxide, that's lead tetraoxide, yin jujube, a human placenta that cause harm. 
That's a strong start because it's a fucking roller coaster of a sentence. I swear. You know, uh, uh, firstly, people, if you, if you refine Monster Energy Drink and you and then you drink it, well, fuck me, you, you're going down there. And if you if you eat lead or even placenta, well, fuck you too, buddy. It they they seem like a that, that seems like an odd one to start with, right? It does. It does. It seems like someone really had that loaded. Yeah, and like as in like, like that, do you know what that feels like? It feels like when you're at uni and you're in your flatmates and you you got something that's bothering you, and like you all have that the, the, the WhatsApp group meeting, but like, hey guys, hey, just just to everyone, could you not eat human placenta, please? <laughs> like if you if you are, just, like it's quite clearly loaded towards one specific person, isn't it? Yes, yes. <laughs> anyway, number two. People who drink so much they become violent, act in a way contrary to their better judgment, and hurt those close to them. Okay, so if you've got a bit of a drinking problem and act a bit like a douchebag, you're straight there. I think that's alright, that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Number three, people who squander the hard work of those who came before them by being overly wasteful, for example, wasting money they inherited. There's a lot going on here, isn't there, Dan? (laughs) I get it. I mean, I yeah. Don't don't you know? Be respectful. That's a you know. It's, that's maybe like a respect for elders thing, though, isn't it? It's the idea that you yeah. like you've if you've inherited something from a past ancestor, you you know respect it because they worked hard for it. Okay, yeah. Especially when you just like yeah, everything turns to gold in front of you. That's really hard hard work. Number four is people who swindle other people's money through dishonest methods. Absolutely, scammers, yeah. scammers. And- that also brings me on to, if you want to join my Patreon, make sure to do so. The link is in the myths. So, yeah, I'm not going to scam you. Sorry, what? You didn't respond to that, and it made me feel a bit... No, I wanted, to make, I wanted to make awkward silence. Okay, good. Oh, thanks for that. <laughs> thanks for letting me uh, swell my anxiety there. Um, right, What's number uh, five, Matt? Tomb Raiders who steal items from the dead. Lara Croft fucking sent to the DU. Sent to the seventh court. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like uh, Angelina Jolie. There you go. Um, I actually get this. It's actually, it, it's quite, it is what the fuck, but also kind of, re- I can understand it, to be fair. Six, people who use flesh or bones of the dead to make medicine. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. They really don't like the, the cannibal vibes, do they? No. Do you know what I mean? So if you, ra- if you raid a, pers- a dead person's, like, if you raid a tomb of a dead person and you steal their items and also take their bones to make medicine, you are screwed. Yes, absolutely. And Dan, that is, and you, you were actually doing that to swindle people out of their money. So, yeah. How do you reckon it works when you get to the court? Do you reckon, like, you just... Uh, he's like, right, uh, you have here been charged with um, raiding someone's... Uh, raiding the clothes of the dead. And then they go, uh, no, I didn't. And he's like, oh, <laughs> please see exhibit A. And then they just like, pay you, like, a godly VT in a yeah. cloud of something you clearly did. And you're just like, oh, shit. And there's and then there's you drinking a bloody, like, uh, Costa coffee. Like, oh, that's a stimulant <laughs> as well, prick. Yeah, I mean, um, number seven is people who force lovers, relatives, and friends to live apart from one another. (laughs) What? This feels like a Richard Curtis movie. What's going on here? (laughs) Um, number eight, people, uh, parents who sell a child. (laughs) Fucking hell, they do not like to become someone else's maid or wife, ridden them of any happiness. What the fuck? Why is that not number one? 
<laughs> well, because they had the placenta thing. <laughs> Why is that not number one? And the people who squander the hard work, you're like, oh, sorry, we, uh, I wasted 20 quid. Uh, yeah, you're just as bad as a parent who sold their child. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Well, funny you mentioned that because there are degrees of severity that Tishan Wang, that's what his job is, is to decide what level of punishment you get for these, depending on how severe each of these was. And that is also, we'll come on to the punishments later. Okay, there's a quite a few more. So I'm going to read a few more out just to kind of get uh, get through it. Number nine, people who persuade others to gamble only for their friend to lose money and at <laughs> home as a result to, ne- to negatively impact the family, cause them to fall into poverty. That is so specific. <laughs> it's so weird. So gambling, gambling addiction. Yeah, but like... Yeah. <laughs> but forcing someone to gamble when you know they're probably not going to win uh, which is uh yeah like uh, uh i lost 20 quid at the bookies that time oh let's write that in as well i do think some of the hilarity here is from an english speaking's perspective they're translated from chinese yes, right and it's, yeah. yeah um 10 a person that is given the title of teacher or mentor who goes to stunt the growth of those who follow them yeah okay uh, that's all right um 11 a person that loves that tortures a student, maid, or servant purely to vent their anger, regardless of the severity of the crime or mistake that they made. Okay, cool. Um, a person who uses their wealth and power to bully or insult others. Dan. Um, yeah, why was that not number one? There's so many <laughs> things that could have been above the other ones. <laughs> yeah. A person who pretends to be drunk so they can disobey, disrespect, and humiliate their elders uh, so, and cause them distress. What, what does that mean? Uh, oh, I've had a few pints. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to listen to you. Yeah, you, you, you shit dick. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, 14. A person who speaks evil words, blur the lines between fact and fiction, willingly spreads the uh, personal secrets of others, ridicules people for their past mistakes, sows discord amongst others, creating conflict and incidents that would otherwise not, not have occurred, which is pretty much Facebook. So, yeah. Yeah. And 15, a man that allows their wife or a spoiled daughter to have an abortion without disputing the point, thus committing murder. Okay, that's okay. I feel like... <laughs> That's why I draw my personal line with this this stuff. But most of the stuff is fine or a bit weird. That that one is uh is uh I personally uh opt against. And the only thing I would say though, as much as um this is obviously you know dated because of the abortion thing, but notice how it's a man that allows the person. To, they're not. They're not. It's not the woman that gets in trouble. It's yeah. the it's the man that's actually being penalised, which is yeah. kind of kind of kind of more liberal. <laughs> is that really a, a hill you're willing to die on there? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's because the man gets punished for having the choice over the baby's uh, uh, over the woman's body. Yeah, absolutely. Can I can I just make one pretty obvious observation? Unless I missed something going yeah. through that list of things uh, that you can't do in the young realm. I don't see anything about just not murdering someone. <laughs> There's yep. no murder or rape. You, apparently, that's free game. But pretend to be drunk or force someone to gamble. Oh, mate, yeah. you are in trouble. There was two drunk things, not a single murder thing. <laughs> Interesting that. There's swindling a lot of times. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it's a very specific court, and I feel like that's fucking weird. Um, 
anyway. Um, I'm now going to, uh, I'll let you read the next list because let me just give some context. So, yes, what is, so, uh, yeah, his job, um, Taishan Wang, is his job is to now decide your punishment when you're, these DU in the, you know, what what is your punishment? So, depending on the severity of each individual crime the person committed when in the Yang realm, the soul will go through one, many, or all of the sub-DU that reside within the seventh court. Each of the 16 DU are named <laughs> after the torture method that is used. The souls are tortured on each sub-DU for a period of time that the Yama, the god, judges to be necessary. Should they die during the process or lose a limb or, for example, the, the soul will be repaired or resurrected again for the next round and so on and so forth. Any right. questions? I'll be honest, Dan. I try not to read forward a lot of the time, but I've managed to read number one. And it... <laughs> it's so fucking weird. Number one. Right, everyone. Number one of of the... Uh... <laughs> Possible sixteen torture methods, and bear yeah. in mind they all they you could you could depending on the severity have all of these done to you. Okay, number one, and again a strong one to start with. <laughs> they really, I I would change this order around a little bit, but number one is swallow a hammer. <laughs> you get to like, what's your punishment? Right, got my black and decker hammer. Here you go. Put some butter on it. There you go. <laughs> Wow, a strong one. Then the second one is a bit of a it jumps down a bit. Cut chest, which which is less less uh less. It's all right. I can deal with that. Just I imagine like, it's not a paper cut, Matt. I just want to make that clear. I don't think it's a paper cut. I think it's like. But again, it depends on the severity. Might be a little cut. Might be a big cut. It's all up to him to decide. Yeah, I know. But I feel like swallowing a whole hammer, then just getting a slice across your chest. Well, that's painful. I don't get me wrong. It's it's going to be painful. But swallowing a whole—I don't think you're underappreciating swallowing a whole hammer. Imagine getting a fucking claw bit in your mouth, like, oh, 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 oh. you know what I mean? Yeah, anyway. that would be uncomfortable. You're really downplaying this, and it's really frustrating me because it's like swallowing a hammer. I think some oh, of the other ones are worse. Okay, I'll read them all, but like, yeah, yeah, you, you, you disrespect me there. Um, anyway, fire-heated Kang. I'm not quite sure what that means. Um, a Kang is a masonry or earthen platform at one end of a room heated in winter by fires. Um, and you spread mats on it and sleep. It's like a hot mat that you sleep on. Oh, that sounds But they'll really just pleasant. heat this up to the point that you burn to death. Okay, yeah, that's less pleasant. I just, yeah, that is. Um, a fork made from coconut branch. Yeah, fucking take that, dickhead. <laughs> you enjoyed your hammer? Now, have some cutlery. <laughs> Eco cutlery. I think it's more that you're stabbed with it to death or tortured with it. <laughs> okay, next one is Dog Bite Shinbone, which is my favorite punk band. Dog Bite Shinbone. <laughs> that would hurt. Yeah, but like you should like again. You just swallowed a hammer. You've been burnt to death, and a dog bites your shin. I was like, yeah, it's painful, but it's not. It's not the same level. Um, hot pain cry dog chop. Well, this is this is, I think, just a translation. It seems like, um, based on the translation, this person's put um, the spirit is placed on a hot lamb mass, cooked, um, and the body is chopped up and eaten by dogs. Okay, let's see. Your explanation made it way worse. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Number seven, split forehead with hammer. Hopefully, it's not the same hammer he just digested. <laughs> Eight is squat on a capstone. 
<laughs> this genuinely sounds like a, a metal band's album. <laughs> like, uh, um, but squatting a capstone means that it goes up your butthole. Oh, ooh. I think. Ooh. I think it's like, as in, it's like stabbing you. Oh, all right. Nine is pecked by evil birds. Yeah, that's all right. I'll, I'll Prom- take that Prometheus one. Prometheus vibes. Yeah. Ten, poisoned skin, then dragged by a pig. <laughs> it's niche. That one's niche. I'm not going to lie. That one is niche. Yeah. You poison your skin. Is that the end? No. We've got fucking um, the pig from Charlotte's <laughs> Web to drag you through now. Um. Anyway, um, spear pull through feet. Okay, yeah, that's that's brutal. That that would hurt. Okay, again, I, you have to admit there's there's a certain line up and down here. Rip out tongue and pierce cheeks. That's pretty pretty strong. And also thirteen disembowel. Uh, my my personal favorite is actually number fourteen. Number fourteen is trampled on by a mule and eaten by a badger. <laughs> eaten by a badger. <laughs> What the fuck? (laughs) You're saying that? Because that'd be quite a funny death to... Oh, I've just been trampled on by fucking this half horse and this badger. How many badgers am I going to go up my face? Uh, Yeah, all right, yeah. All right, so... And then cook fingers, which I assume means cook your own fingers, not just cook a uh, delicacy. Um, No. Yeah, and then cook in cauldron of oil. Nice. A lot of Bernie ones, isn't there? A lot of Bernie ones, yeah. And remember, you know, you could have all of these done to you uh, if you die or lose a limb or pass out. They'll just resurrect you and you start again. It might be that you might have been like... Let, like Think of one of the ones on the list that's maybe not as bad. Maybe you inherited, like you said, 20 quid and you gambled it and it went a bit wrong, but you haven't spent a huge... It's not like a huge amount of wealth that you've wasted. Um, yeah. They might just be like, guys, we're just going to prod you a little bit with this fork, all right? Nothing too bad. Someone else, however, who might have done all sorts of horrendous things and been really mean to their elders and been a horrible, terrible person and been drunk and gambled yeah. and all this stuff, he might that get person. also... He might get like, yeah, trampled by a mule, eaten by a badger, brought back to life, stabbed to death... Brought back to life, pecked by birds, brought back to life, thrown in a cauldron of war. I mean, it's pretty savage. I was going to say, yeah, that person, that evil person's been eyed up by the cast of Wind in the Willow. It's been like, meets back on the menu tonight, boys. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of it. That They are the three gods I wanted to talk about today. Um, wow. And, uh, yeah, pretty cool, huh? Who's your favorite, I... Matt? Oh, my God. I... Well, I thought both. Uh, I thought all of them were strong, but I think uh, uh, Tai Shan Wang uh, for his cr- creative laws and and his debut is just it's so fucking good. I really love it. I want to poison my skin and then be dragged by a pig, <laughs> like Animal Farm man. Like, uh, yeah, um, I I love them all. Um, and let's see where we get to when we go to the ranking stage. Is that what we call it? Yeah, the let's ra- rank yeah, this rank- myth. Let's rank this rank this motherfucker. Let's be a massive ranker. Let's be a massive ranker. <laughs> right, so. Dan, as per usual, we rank us out of 40, and we do it with life skills, morals, creativity, and what the fuck. And I feel like that, like, it feels weird to do this again. I had to remind myself what they were. But, um, and, and Dan, we've obviously not recorded for six six months. Uh, well, actually, eight months. Have you heard in the league table yet? Well, 
I actually was going to surprise. Oh, you've ruined it now. I was going to surprise you with it. What? Really? I haven't Have done you? it yet. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You genuinely get my hopes up there. You thought I would have time, wouldn't you? You have plenty of time. God, I really job. procrastinate doing the league table. It's so bad. But now it's become such a thing that I haven't done it that, like, to do it seems silly. Yeah, seems silly to actually give a shit. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, so, yeah, we, we mark this uh, uh, this myth uh, on those uh, chosen areas out of 10. So let's start with life skills. This is the practical things that we've learned to do. And I think we learned a quite a fair bit here. Firstly, we we learned to ride in the black tiger and turn iron to gold. Yep, we learned how to redivert a river. Yes, absolutely. We learned how to multitask um, with to uh, uh, beaches, uh, many many things. We learned yep. to give birth. We learned to give birth. We learned to blow wind. We learned to fly kites. We learned about. Um, we learned. Uh, we learned a fair few things about the court of Du. Yeah, absolutely. We we learn uh well, we learn what to not do and what to do, and that really sums up all the laws and the retributions. We learn how to uh, uh make bespoke cutlery out of coconut branches. We did. I think we this le- is strong. I'm gonna say a number and I want you to say uh yes or no to it. Okay. Eight. Agreed. Eight, there we go, strong, strong start. Um morals. So these are the ethical lessons that we've learned during during this. And I feel like Life skills and morals are kind of like two counterpoints, and creativity and WTF are like two counterpoints, like not counterpoints, but like same same parts of the same coin, if that makes sense. Two yes. sides of the same coin. And um, morals, so like things that we've learned is that actually something here, which is very rare, is that this is quite a moral tale. What we're seeing all the way through is the sense of morality in uh, in Chinese mythology. Do you know what I mean? Like this is a actually a genuine degree of morality because Lolo's. You know, we're, we're having a bit of fun with the translation and stuff like that. But on a genuine note, like those, like all the way through this, it's how to be a good person, right? All these things of how to be a better person in society and stuff like don't grave rob, don't um, don't torture people, like try and be a nice person. That's I think this is a genuine level of morality. Yeah, I think it is. I think there's so much there in terms of yeah, be good people. Um, and actually, you know, when he. Um, the story of Bai Gan, uh, you know, the reincarnate of yeah of Kai Shen when he was murdered by his evil uncle, and then all of a sudden the wealth of his dynasty disappeared. But it's that moral of like, yeah, like karma. They even used the word karma, didn't they? Like karma's gonna get you, guys. You gotta like, can't be mean to people. Let's do this. Absolutely, Dan. Should we go? Should we go for it? What, are you thinking? What are you thinking? What I'm thinking? Yeah, I think so. You, say you think it. it's you think it's that? Maybe. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put down a number on the word. Are you looking at the document? Am I looking at the document? That, are you thinking that? Yeah. Okay, good. It's a 10. It's a 10. Oh, it's a high scorer. Oh, this is going to be a high score. This can't possibly be well, set and Horus and the... Well, it, it can't because that was four marks. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying it can't possibly. Yeah, I know, but you said it in the way which like it could have been. Like, you but, teased it can't, it. It, but it couldn't possibly because that yeah. got four marks. I, I know, but... Unless we give creativity and what the fuck, <laughs> 12. <laughs> That'd be horrible. I don't like that. Um, uh, creativity. So these are just, um, again, the other side of the coin to WTF, but it's more about, you know, just just the narrative, just the story, just the names, the thing, you know, the creativity. I think these are creative. I mean, you know, a black tiger, that's pretty rogue. A cudgel, that's pretty niche. Uh, some of those deaths were pretty creative, let's be honest. Yeah, I, I really do feel that, 
the first two are pretty good, but I really think the person who's bringing home the the bacon, not from the pig, uh, is Taishan Wang, who is got the crazy, well, the creative and crazy laws, but also the very uh, the, the 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 punishments as well. So I really feel that I'm gonna say maybe. A nine? Yeah, I think a nine. Also, where his like realm is created. You know how it's like yes. under a jade mountain, under the stone, under the sea, under the this, under the you know. I agree. It's, it's also very... eight thousand hectares, which seems or eight thousand leagues. I don't know how much a league is. Let's assume that's like square miles. That's pretty big. Wow. Uh yeah. How long is how big's a league? Isn't it water based? What is a league? You might get many things that aren't. I think you mean leagues in like a measurement. Uh, a league is a unit of length. That's all I need to know. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, right. Um, right. And finally, it's WTF. And WTF, I think we all know what that's about. The stuff that made this be kind of rejected. And I think this is strong. I feel like... It's got to be a 10, hasn't it? I think so. Cause it's it's... got to be. If, if this can't be a 10... I mean, bear in mind, 5 is like the average myth. That, and... and... For those of you who listen to other myths, sometimes they're not always that messed up, are they, Matt? Sometimes it's more about like the life skills and the morality, and actually nothing messed up really happens, um, which is why we have the league table to decide you know, the order. But this, come on, the, the mule and the badger and the skin and the pig and the realm and the Kaishan Wen and all his, his money and the tiger and the... I mean, it's pretty okay. cool. I Here's a controversial thing, right? I think if we did... Tai Shan Wang by himself, that would be a 10. Because we have Beecher and uh, Kai Shen, they are less WTF. They're actually quite normal. So I actually think this gets knocked down to maybe an 8 or a 9. I think 9 for that reason. Yeah, 9. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because I don't want to, I think swallowing a hammer is fucking wild and ripping out your tongue and disemboweling yourself and being in by a badger. That's pretty, <laughs> that's, that is, we've been doing this for 136 episodes. We have not thought about that yet. That's really no, good. We have not. Wow, that's a high scorer. That's uh, I think I think that is thirty six, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because let's do the maths. Yeah, it's thirty six. So that's life skills eight, morals ten, WTF nine, and creativity nine. Thirty six. That's a that very. That's a high score there. That is. Um, but yeah, Kai Shen Wang did do a lot of the lifting, but I do think morally the others did a lot of heavy lifting. So. Lovely bit of business there, Dan. And Dan, have have you enjoyed yourself being back into the the, the myths dome? Have really enjoyed it, Matthew. Thank you. I've, had, I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. Um, thank you so much. Um, thank you to everyone listening to this episode. Even though you were the ones that said you guys have taken too long, you need to do an episode, and we know that you guys will take ages now to actually listen to this one. Yeah, but see, we do eventually listen. Yes, absolutely, and we will. I I hope to do more. Maybe uh, again, maybe once a month kind of thing. So, uh, well, the yeah. next episode will be Matt's bonus episode, where it's more like a radio station, and we listen to his country album, and I critique yep. it. I mean, there's going to be a lot to critique. <laughs> anyway, um, I've been Matt Hoss. You can check out my podcast Castable, and this is a music quiz, uh, featuring lots of famous guests, uh, and uh, yeah, Dan as well. Um, um, but yeah. Uh, more, more than that, uh, if you want to give this a five star and show your friends, it'd be great. Um, yeah, we're not really on social media, so don't really bother getting in touch. But if you do want to email us, it's mythpodcast at email, uh, gmail, g- gmail.com. And yeah, uh, we'd love to hear from you. And I feel like maybe this is the time where we don't focus on getting really big and famous, but we really cultivate the audience that we do have. So if you want to get in touch and say hello, that'd be great. In fact, should I check our emails? See if, should we see? No, I'm not going to bother doing that right now. Should we do it?
No, let's wrap up. Anyway, I've been Matt Hoss. <laughs> and we'll see you soon. Uh, anything to say before you go, Dan? I just want to say that I'm so glad that the two of us are still the consummate professionals <laughs> and that Myths has continued um, in the same vein as it was six months ago. It's 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 strong. Oh, we got... Oh, no. Oh, a lot, a lot. Oh, we actually got a lot of you emails. You have opened the emails, haven't you? You just said you weren't going to, and yeah, away you did. We have, we have thirty-nine emails, but I've got to be honest, most of them are spam. But anyway, um, we because we, we got an Amazon winner. Here we go. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um, that's that's none of that's prudent right now. Anyway, I've been Matt Hoss. <laughs> I've been Dan Rose. <laughs> we have been scammed. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Myths. Myths.